the only podcast with a totally original line before every single episode. This is Bombers. Everybody, welcome to This Is Bombers. I'm a Bombers. You're a Bombers, and Zyber's a Bombers. And in case you're wondering who I am, I am Anthony, aka Deg, Bomber Number Five, and Zyber, who I mentioned, is Bomber Number Three. Yep, Zyber, aka Zyber. That's who he's aka. And you are not actually a bomber i lied to you i'm sorry i it's compulsive i can't stop myself everyone is a bomber in their hearts just not necessarily in the brains and that's where it matters it takes lots of brains to be a bombers on this show Mm -hmm. as we are clearly exemplifying right now we are not joined by shay this week he's off doing fun things he's following his heart instead of his brain exactly uh, for this week only, Shay is not a Bombers. Until he starts following his brain again. Now, he's off yes. He's off doing some really fun stuff that, frankly, I probably would rather be doing than this show right now. But don't tell Zyber. He gets mad when you tell him that stuff. I uh, know. That seems pretty fishy to me. It's very fishy. <laughs> yeah. Um, he, he will be back next week. And I think for the first time in almost a month, that'll be all four of us, all four, all three of us together. (laughs) (laughs) Bomber number, the fourth bomber is magically going to appear. Yep. Yep. We'll, uh, manifest out of our hopes and dreams. You know what? Zyber, you know what I'm willing to, to, to put out there and correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm wrong a lot. The fourth yeah. bomber is the listeners, right? I thought it was like the Triforce, where it's like the imaginary fourth Triforce piece. And that's what the fourth bomber is. In the middle? Yeah. Yeah. It's the part it, that... It, it keeps us together. The part that makes the wishes actually come true. Yep. Yep. Speaking of making wishes come true, why don't you tell us about like Patreon and stuff when people give us money and make my wishes come true? Yes, if you give us money on Patreon at This Is Bombers, uh, Anthony's wishes will come true. Yay! That, that's basically it. That's all. That's all you need to know. Uh, but also, <laughs> if you do become our pa- uh, Patreon patron person, you will be our friend or best friend, depending on how much money you give us. Uh, you can be, for example, like Anne or Rob or Josie, who are our best friends, best. or you can be friends. Like Haley or Himaru or any other H name. Normal, normal friends. And if you want to uh, enjoy our company while giving us money, uh, feel free to join our Discord. Link in the description below where you can uh, talk with us, have fun, talk with the fangirl club that we seem to have uh, <laughs> oh <boy>. gained. <laughs> uh, you can also ask us questions that we might answer on the podcast someday. Or if you are too shy to join our Discord, you can always ask us questions or send us fanfiction at our email. Uh, this is bombers at gmail.com. You know what I find and... crazy about the Discord is that we've been getting a lot of new faces there recently. So that's really so been people. cool. And we've been nice and active in chatting in there. A lot of, uh, what do we call them? Eclectic nerds, I think was one of the terms that was thrown about earlier today. So if you want to hang out with eclectic nerds, definitely join our Discord. We love having 
cool people to chat with or uncool people to chat with, just as long as you're chatting. And feel free to invite other people like others in our Discord have been doing lately. Yep. Good job, everyone. We're not going to call you out specifically because you don't give us money, so you don't get specific shoutouts. I think we can shout out Josie. She like invited her siblings. Oh, yeah. Josie gives us money. So good job, Josie, bringing in your siblings. Yes. Uh, you can also uh, watch us play video games or even join us play video games on like Fridays or other certain days of the week that we do community gaming at our Twitch. This is Bombers. Uh, Dag and I just uh, last Thursday started up another game of Ocarina Time Randomizer together. We had a really good seed going on. Uh, that was very fun. I am glad that we're getting back into that and we should definitely follow up because I really yes. enjoy playing that with you. And I wouldn't mind playing that with any of our listeners. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Yeah, it's pretty easy to set up. Just, like, give me 30 minutes to help you walk it through, and we can get you joining us. It's a lot of fun. Yep. And we have our Survival Sundays on Sundays that we play a lot of different survival games with a bunch of community members. For instance, this past Sunday, I became a little god in Muck, a roguelike survival game. Yeah, it looked pretty boring. Anyway. Oh, jeez. Yeah, and then we also play a lot of Gartic Phone, which uh, whenever Kebby is there, it's just us praising Kebby's amazing artwork. And feeling bad about our own artwork. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Freaking amazing journey artwork that turned to a crappy volcano. <laughs> yeah, that happens. And we played some more of that this past Friday, too. So uh, go back and look at the VOD on Twitch if you want to see Kebby's amazing art. She drew some really cool stuff. It's pretty awesome. We also had an exploding world. Anyway, that is uh, the bombastic news. News that is bombastic. What's up next? Um, more news. More news. Upcoming video game releases in this next week. Awesome. Um, which I just noticed I assigned to you, and then I did all of the research on the games. So maybe I should read these things. <laughs> uh, we have coming up this week. On the 10th, which I believe is today? Is that? No, it's tomorrow. Uh, on the 10th tomorrow, Lawn Mowing Simulator releases on the Xbox Series X and PC. Uh, if you're a fan of sim games and like mowing lawns, get this. Uh, I, I literally did no research on this other than the name, but I wanted to say I got Power Wash Simulator and I love it. It's so just pleasant. Yeah. And so I've... the lawn mowing simulator will be like bully where you gotta mow lawns with the detention, but if the detention happens during a class, then the like the people will come get mad at you for not being in class even though you're in detention mowing lawn. I think it'll probably be more like power wash simulator, and I bet it'll have that nice, like really pleasant, like cathartic moment of like seeing the nice lines in the lawn. Yeah, you know, like there is something visually pleasing about a freshly cut lawn where everything's nice and even and and well, uh, you know. I know. I can say that I have power washed in real life and I have mowed the lawn in real life. I would never want to mow the lawn in a game, and I went my power washing in the game though. Yeah, I have mowed and power washed in real life as well, and in real life I would rather power wash, and in video games. Think I would probably rather power wash for that too, and in yeah. fact, I have. Reminds me of how I 
don't care to fish, but my dad's a huge fishing person. And so at one point he saw me like fishing in Twilight Princess or something. He goes, oh, so you'll fish in a video game. And I'm just <laughs> like, only because I need to get the heart piece or whatever. If if real fishing gave me heart pieces, dad, I'd be out there fishing with you. If fishing actually gave me a life. I kind of actually like real world fishing, not for the actual act of fishing, but for the act of hanging out with people and drinking alcohol. And like, yeah, just see, we don't need being... to do fishing for that. I can just have like a campfire and s'mores. Yeah, but it's like a, it's like a busy work. Like sometimes you just want an excuse to, you know what I mean? You could always just go on a group walk. I do I've like that too. I do like walks? I need to go on more like walks and hikes and outdoor activity things. I, friggin' rumor is always going out with people on camping trips and hiking trips and i never get invited granted rumor's not the one organizing the events but he's always like yeah i'm going out this weekend oh cool thanks guess i'll just stay at home inside rumor i think this might be a hint if you're listening to this. if you're not then you're missing it he's definitely gotten that hint and by hint i mean i've straight up called him out before <laughs> i tried getting my friends i mean we did go on a camping trip, which is something that my friends don't normally do. <laughs> and uh, it rained, and they didn't put the firewood in a safe spot. Oh no! It was in the safe. It was in the van, but someone was sleeping in the van, and so they moved it under the picnic table. And I didn't know about because I was already in the tent. <laughs> and then it all got wet. Yeah, and then we're just like, well, there's not much point in us being here. So then we just went to Walmart. Oh, that's where I found the. The blue raspberry. I remember uh, that. The crush soda, the crush, yeah. Which we reviewed, I believe, was that season one or season two episode? I think it was season two. I think it was season two, so I think it was last year. Yeah, so. Yeah. It was it was decent. It was great just to not be playing video games. We played uh, Super Fight instead, but, you know, just hiking and talking and stuff. And I bought everyone freaking sleeping bags for Christmas presents because none of them had sleeping bags. <laughs> So next time, <laughs> next time, there will be <laughs> sleeping bags. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, lawn mowing simulator. Yeah, uh, no, yeah. Uh, uh, what about camping simulator? Because there's enough fishing games. That would be that would be great. I mean, I still need to play Firewatch, which you know isn't technically a camping simulator, but like it takes place in a that kind of setting, like a state forest or a national forest or something. Yeah, I can imagine. I got that game before I had a gaming computer. I can imagine years ago. a game like Camping Simulator being sort of like Tabletop Simulator or VR Chat or something, where it's literally just like you get together around a campfire with some friends in VR in online without VR, and just sort of you know excuse hey. to socialize when you can't actually get together and go somewhere. Yeah, hey, people that uh, mod VR chat, make a camping area if you haven't already. Yeah, or just make a completely different game that's not VR chat. Just saying. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of new games, I guess we should finish these upcoming releases on... Nah, I think this is Foreclosed. No, Foreclosed is the next game on the list. On the 12th, Foreclosed, which is... A narrative-driven action adventure set in a cyberpunk world 
filled with action, suspense, and experimental augmentations. So it's a... Um, so Bioshock? No, it's like more of a visual novel type of action adventure uh, from what I'm seeing. Uh, which uh, the only reason I bring it up, one, I do myself dig some cyberpunk stories a lot. And two, with it being more of a visual novel style looking thing from what I'm seeing, I imagine Shay would be interested in it. So I'm putting it on the podcast for his attention. How can it be an action game if it's visual novel? Um, you know, you intersperse the novel stuff. Actually, no, th- maybe this isn't a novel because these screenshots are way more... Once I went visual f- novel has reaction commands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a visual novel with uh, QTEs. Now, when I was looking at it, it I, I thought it looked like it was telling a story, but actually it's just very stylized graphics. So it's kind of... It tricked me into thinking it was just a visual novel, but I guess it's not. I don't know. I'm going to look into this more. It looks interesting. I should have thought better. I googled foreclosed, and I yeah, did not welcome get the to game housing to markets. <laughs> <laughs> you need to put in like foreclosed video game. <laughs> there we go. It's pretty cool looking. It's like uh, cyberpunk, right? Yeah, I'm playing the trailer right now. Oh, I didn't. Play, I didn't Excuse play the me. trailer. <clears throat> The last game coming up is a game that's already been out for a while, but Hades is finally releasing for PS5, uh, Sexbox, uh, PS4, and Xbox One. Obviously, If you didn't have a Switch or didn't feel like playing on the PC, get this game. Yeah. Get it. It's amazing. That's on the 13th, which Friday is that, I think? Get the game. I poured like 95 hours into it in one week. You're absurd. And yeah, that is that is this Friday is Hades on all other things other than PC and Switch. So if you don't have it already or you really like it and want to buy it again, go get Hades. Yeah, say like you digitally had it on the Switch or PC. Here's your chance to get it physically. Oh, well, I mean, you could have gotten it physically for the Switch already. I was going to but... say, didn't it have a physical Switch release a little yeah. while ago? Yeah, so this is uh, Foreclosed. It's definitely not a visual novel. It is very action, uh, action-y. I'm going to look into it more uh, later. It was something I literally just pulled up before the stream and was like, oh, this is neat. Cyberpunk. Cool. Narrative-driven. Oh, it must be a novel. I'm an idiot. Whatever. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> That's really all the interesting. We're, we're in moderately dry spotty. Like There were some other things releasing, but none of them were interesting, so I'm not even bothering with them. Well, we already had some pretty heavy hitters last month, and we got some, at least, yeah, we got a few things later on this month. Yeah, right now, the beginning of August is kind of slow. <laughs> How dare there not be a good game every single week of the year? We need at right? least 52 games that we just gotta play. Don't they know we need content for the upcoming releases portion of the podcast? Come on, video game releasers, what are you even doing? I feel like I just need to get back to work on my backlog. I My backlog is continually ever-growing. It's gross. Yeah. Uh, let's let's do the weekly bomb now. Alright, just uh, more news going on, though. This is old news. This, yeah, this is older news stuff. Um, so, weekly bomb. We uh, Each bomber comes up with a headline. We determine if it's a bomb or the bomb. Zyber, what do you got for me? Alright, so, PUBG... You know, Players Unknown Battleground, uh-huh. that game that, like... Started not, the Battle not, Royale trend. 
Yeah, I was trying to think of a good word for that, but revolutionized isn't it. No, it created so, it. I know, but like, this, what is a great, awesome word for started something? Come on. It was the nascent title of the entire Battle Royale. See? Nascent is a the, big word. The genesis of Ooh, Battle genesis Royales. Ooh, genesis is good. There we go. I like genesis. Uh, they are changing the name of that game. What? That game came out in like 2012 or something absurd like that. Like, is this still in like alpha or beta or something? Or is it actually I, I, I don't know. It was in beta for the <laughs> longest time, like early access or whatever. Like, here's the thing: that game started Battle Royales, but um, is completely irrelevant now. And I think that is exactly why they're changing its name. So I'll tell you what they're changing it to first. Oh boy. They're changing it to PUBG Battlegrounds. P-U-B-G Battlegrounds. Oh, sorry, that silence was because I just had an aneurysm. I think something just popped in my brain. Yes. So it is now Players Unknown Battlegrounds Battlegrounds. Battlegrounds. So the reason for this is that apparently... They either already have other PUBG games or are working on more PUBG games. And so they are making this, the original game is now subtitled Battlegrounds. So then they can keep the PUBG universe going on with other games, apparently. Hold on, I think my brain's now leaking out of my nose. There's a PUBG universe of games now? The PUBG studio, yeah, is making PUBG, other PUBG games. What? <laughs> Have they announced what any of those other games are, Zyber? PUBG Battlegrounds will coexist with other games like PUBG Mobile and upcoming games like PUBG New State and other titles. So no, There's also there's... an animated series being made set in the PUBG universe, as well as a horror game named the Callisto Protocol that probably won't include the PUBG branding. Well, then why did you mention that? Ow, this news <laughs> hurts me. On a mental level. So here's the thing. That's a bunch of stupid... I get why they're doing it, and I understand. I just think it's really dumb. So, I think it's also in order to get Player Known's name out of there. Which, I mean, technically, we've done a similar thing in the past. Yeah. Again, I get why it's done. I just think it's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> it was just funny. It's like, oh, yes, this game that. People totally still Def think about. People definitely like Fortnite still play isn't this. even technically popular anymore, but everyone still remembers Fortnite. Well, that's fun. I just looked it up on my Steam, and the install file, like the actual game, is still called Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, but the like splash image is PUBG Battlegrounds. There you go. Here. Yeah, I'm glad you see that because I was concerned that I was looking at some. Not real article. I, this is, yep, PUBG Battlegrounds. Hmm. So I'm, hmm. I'm calling this a, a, a bomb just because it's, they, what's PUBG? Yeah. That, that, they're in a weird pickle with that though, because it's, it's a very, very, established brand and it's an established identity like when you say PUBG, everybody knows what you're talking about so they can't get away from that branding without basically having to start all over again so then what do you do to differentiate it didn't they sue someone for having a 
frying pan as a weapon in a game? I wouldn't surprise me. I would not be surprised if they had done so. That seems like a dumb thing that some lawyer would try to do somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. So what is your bomb? So basically, this is now an ATM machine, right? In order, you, you know, pub, pub, PUBG Battlegrounds yeah. has become an ATM machine for uh, PUBG Studios. In order to access it, you're going to have to put in your PIN number to, to log in. Your DNA nucleic acid. <laughs> I don't think people say that one. <laughs> Yet. It's your, it's, it's your DNA acid. Yeah. It's really hard not to say PIN number, though, because if you're asking for a PIN... And, like, someone doesn't know that you're about to ask for it. Like, they either, you know, just a little syllable word like that. They're like, wait, what? Yes, here is my writing implement. I noticed you did not ask for a stylus. So I shall give you my pin. No, 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 no uh, not, not, not I, I, pin, not pen. Pin, pen, pen, pin, pin, pen. Hey, pen, pen, yeah, pen, I need pen. To pin this pin this topic to something later <laughs> you just ruined an amazing segue and i am very mad hey pen pen the penguin character from evangelion did you know that uh evangelion the fourth movie in the evangelion movies uh thrice upon a time so the fourth movie but thrice upon a time uh is going to be released uh soon uh this week actually on amazon prime video so when do Evangelion movies take place in the timeline? They are the most expensive fan fiction ever produced by the original author. So they're retellings of the entire Eva story, but done by Hidekiano and and um it's it's wild, man. So they don't, like they are the movies related to each other the movies are related to each other but they are not related to the original anime series or the other movies that were part of the anime so like they're basically so combined they're like a remake of the anime they are a remake but like a remake slash reimagining slash retelling like the first movie kind of sort of follows along with the anime and then things start going off the rail with the second movie, and they introduced a new character, and it's different. It's weird. I don't know. Oh, so there's a new character to ship. Got it. Yeah, exactly. Mari, <clears throat> I think her name is. Mari. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's that's a thing. Apparently, this is coming to Amazon Prime Video, which is the part that I find interesting of all of this uh, is is that it's that's that's where it happens to be releasing. Yeah, cuz like didn't Netflix get like a new dub of Evangelion a few years ago? Yeah, it was not too long ago that that happened with the the, the new dub that they released. I think it was like last year. It was recently. Yeah. Honestly, I tried watching Evangelion. I got through like a decent number of episodes, but it was just kind of boring to me. It's a good series, but you have to be like in the right mindset and mood for it. And part of it as well is, I mean, being an older anime fan, it's got a piece of nostalgia for me. You know what I'm saying? 
Or maybe if Toonami played it when I was a kid, I would have been into it. They played, like, one episode, and then they were whoever was decided to street... uh, Whoever decided to air Ava obviously uh, got to a particular episode and went, Oh, we can't play this on American television. (laughs) No, they played some pretty interesting things. Yeah. Um, some anime where, like, I finally found it again as an adult. I'm just like, whoa, this got played. Well, who knows what it was edited for TV when it was played versus when you watched it not edited for TV. Could be true. But yeah, streaming on Amazon Prime Video worldwide, excluding Japan, August 13th. I'm going to call that the bomb because I'm excited to watch this movie. I'm going to call it A-Bomb because, wow, what a weeby thing to bring into our video game podcast. Gosh. No, we cover all manner of media here. Come on. Gosh. Says the Kingdom Hearts world ends with you. Shut up. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was that was the Weekly Bombs. Uh... So I'm of the week. Uh, we're skipping that this week because Shay is not here to discuss it, and uh, Anthony has not <laughs> listened to anything. Yeah, I pulled. Um, we skipped last week because you weren't there, and Shay hadn't listened to it. So this week I'm Shay, and Shay is you. So I guess you get to be me. That's a scary thought. <laughs> yeah. So uh, let's uh, let's get a minish recap. The thing that we usually don't get to actually. Or haven't recently, at least. Yeah, Minish Recap, where we talk about just whatever stuff we've been doing lately. Yeah, what have you been doing lately? What have you been doing lately? I can't talk today. Mostly just going to work, coming home, eating, sleeping. Yeah. It's been two weeks, and that's all you've done? It's been three weeks, actually. Oh, wow, it has been. been. Ah, it hasn't. It's been two weeks. No, wait. But... Yeah, you're right. Two weeks. Yes, I'm not gonna. <laughs> yes, I made you change your mind, and then had a hard time making you go back to your actual answer. Wait, what is time? <clears throat> Just keeps slipping into the future. Slipping, slipping. So I'm still in an apartment, as uh, Anthony can see. My room I was recording in two weeks ago now has a bunch of stuff in it. Yep. So, uh, oh. Only friends people can also see. I think I posted in the Only Friends chat that some, some pictures of stuff. Yeah, like Haley and I have a Square Enix shrine now. Yep, you sure do. She was pretty upset when we filled the entire top with Fall Fantasy related content, and then some of the middle too, and then like Kingdom Hearts content didn't even fill like half the shelf. And I'm just like, well, you know, there's a lot more Fall Fantasy games than Kingdom Hearts games, right? Yeah, makes sense. And Bravely Default and Octopath and stuff like that. Bunch of stuff. Uh, yeah, we actually we still need more bookshelves, actually. Like, I haven't even brought my tub of books in, and she already filled my bookshelf with all of her books. <laughs> um, hmm. So what, uh, what, what, like, decorating plans do you have? Well, you can actually see uh, Zelda and Kim Hearts posters behind me. Yep, I see those. So you're going to hang those up on the wall? Yeah, I have a bunch of other posters too, so we're gonna hang them up. We're gonna I still <laughs> We're supposed to have a TV in here to hook up consoles that we don't want in the main room, but the the 
Square Enix Shrine kind of took up that entire <laughs> bookshelf. <laughs> so we're going to put the TV on top of it. Uh, we still need more bookshelves. I have a little bookshelf of all my PlayStation games, so now we just need to figure out where to put Nintendo games. You can actually see that stack of Nintendo games up here on the shelf. Man, yeah, this is great visual Great content. visual content. Awesome for the audio-only podcast. If if only if only you were uh, executive of Bomb Deucers, <laughs> so you could jo- join us. Yep, that's, that's what you gotta do. And then this other, the bigger bookshelf here has a bunch of Persona, Sonic, Fruits Basket, Pokemon, manga stuff in it. So you've been settling in pretty nicely then to yeah the new place that's good yeah we still have more more stuff to do uh, we finally got a tv stand for the main room so now we have a coffee table that we don't know what to do with because we also have a ottoman in the middle now where the coffee table would have gone that's yeah, good we'll, that's... we'll figure it out not much time for take oh. you outside be like hey do you want to want a coffee table not much time for gaming and other media consumption, though, with all the move stuff. No, I was gonna like finally get back to media consumption last or Thursday night, but someone wanted to play Ocarina of Time Randomizer. Wow, who was that weird person that definitely played a better game than whatever it was you were going to play? I don't know. If you look in the mirror, you might be able to see him. Was he like behind me? Sure, let's go with that. Hmm. Stop being a uh, creeper. Person. So Haley, uh, she starts uh, schoolwork again, actually, this week, but she last week had a ton of time to play Neo The World Ends With You while I was working, so she already has it finished. She's all like, Cyber, finish the game already. I go, when? When? <laughs> so busy. I mean, last weekend I was gone because my cousin had a wedding, so family time, so no time to play then. Right. I was able to finish Skyward Sword, though. You actually finished it? Yep, 100% it. Well, basically. I never I never even touched the bamboo island. Bam- because the one where you're supposed to cut the bamboo as many times as you can. Yep, I remembered it now. Yeah, I think it only ever gives you rupees or something, so I just didn't bother. Yeah, I don't blame you. But yeah, that was fun. I, I, I like motion controls in Skyward Sword. Don't be a weirdo. <laughs> but Neo the Warlands with you, uh, I highly recommend it. I've gone through the like seven days of it. Lots of fun. It makes me actually have to like feed people food and give them clothing compared to the first Warlands with you game where I didn't bother much with that. I purchased Neo the Warlands with you, but I have not even opened it yet. And nice. On my playthrough of uh skyward sword hd i just recently this week finished the first dungeon the uh nice the gear him fight it was as dumb as i remember it being <laughs> i actually it's... died the first time through just because i was like stupid i was using the the thumbstick controls and even then i was just like it's not it's still not doing what i'm telling it to do how do you even do that with the thumbstick? It's like, in the beginning, you're supposed to, like, have the sword pointed in one direction and then swing yeah, you have towards to, that direction, so... You have to do the same thing that you do, like, with the sword pointed that way, and then you have to, like, swing that, so you have to, like, 
point the thumbstick one way and then like swing the thumbstick around and swing it from it's not easy yeah so motion control at least i can just swing it further i know a lot of people had an issue where they thought they had to like bring it back and then swing it and that's what would cause them to have issues i don't like the thumbsticks controls only because the means by which they have you do it is like a flick control on it and it's very unintuitive to figure out like how you i don't know if you've messed around with it at all nope <laughs> I you, didn't. you have to do like a flick f- to, to the thumbstick to get this sword to swing because otherwise you know you just are pointing the sword in one direction if you just push it and it's super hard to actually like in uh, it's unintuitive as i said <laughs> well, I guess it makes sense that you can't just move it around because there's plenty of times where you need to move your sword around yeah. without swinging it. And it's it's a little bit frustrating because, for instance, if me, I only play my Switch almost exclusively in handheld mode, like 80% of people do. <laughs> so Yeah, this is one of the few games where I was playing it docked for the motion controls. Yeah. But I like I, I like to play my Switch like in bed or not basically docked. Uh, among other things, I find that having the I don't it it's probably not true, but I find that having the Joy Cons actually attached to the system gives me way less uh, controller drift and like Joy Con disconnect and stuff. So I don't like to play it docked because of that reason. I yeah, I've actually been noticing a Joy-Con disconnect thing, which prior to moving to this apartment I've never had before. Like I would just lay it down, and it would be like, oh, it's not connected anymore. And I don't know, maybe it's just because there's a lot of stuff in between the Switch and the Joy Cons now. Yeah, I don't I don't know what causes it. I all I know is that I hate it. So I. For I, I, for that reason, I just don't play docked a lot, so I'm missing out on a lot of that cool stuff, and it's just nice having it right there in my hands and able to just pick it up and play whenever, but it means that I can't use motion controls. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that you don't have to use motion controls for it. That's great. It's just... The game is still not super great to play which i was hoping that it would be more fun without the motion controls and it's really sort of the same amount of frustration so i'm a little disappointed about that i mean besides already enjoying motion controls and i was only hoping that they would just feel better for this game i didn't want to do the non-motion control version just because i was like either it's going to still be tedious or it's going to be super super easy in which case would be boring so what? Having finished it, I know we kind of wanted to wait for all three of us, but you did finish it. So I'm kind of a little bit curious. Overall, what's your take on the HD version? So, um, I mean, visually, I think it's good. I I think I remember people saying like they no longer made like far away things blurry or something like because it, it's not needed. But I didn't really notice that. I just thought it still looks visually nice. Um, it still has, you know, plenty of issues like the bird and the sky being really slow. I was kind of surprised that they didn't, like, just up his speed or something. Yeah. Or even even just having more of those, like, rocks that make you fly faster. Just having more of those around would have been a lot better. 
because they they really do make you fly really fast. But only for a short period of time. I feel like they, yeah. they, they maybe could have either put more of those or just increased the amount of time you have the, the quote-unquote dash. I would suggest more of them just because they, the ones that they had most, like there is a, usually a chain to get to very specific spots. The only issue was that if you were going to other spots and there was no chain. So if they just add more of those rocks to add those chains, then it wouldn't be a boring thing of what's the point of playing this if all I have to do is get in the first rock and not get to literally anywhere. It would be more like, uh, oh, we gotta, you know, move around to get this chain of rocks going. And so that should, you know, be the enjoyment factor of flying around then. Sort of like the Swift Sail fixed some of the movement problems in Wind Waker, but they really didn't do anything to fix the bird in Skyward Sword. Yeah. Um, other than that, I'm trying to think of any other issues, or big issues at least, that I had. The harp still sucks. <laughs> wow. Come on. It's like, uh, hey, let's have a musical instrument that people can actually play, and by play we mean... Not, yeah. <laughs> Not really play. Whenever yeah. there would be the cutscene of him playing a song because he just learned it, Haley would be like, oh, he's actually playing a song now. I go, yeah, and then we'll play it again, and he won't actually be playing it. Yep. It'll at least... Be- at least it's better than the stupid flute whistle thing from Spirit Tracks. I mean, yes and no. At least the flute whistle, you're playing an actual song. It does suck when you have to skip notes instead of, yeah, but... Yeah. Or, I mean, that just was not fun. To, like, <laughs> Not that the harp's much funner, but much more fun. But come it's on. It's better than the Twilight Princess wolf howling. Oh, well, the Twilight Princess wolf howling is basically just Ocarina again. Yeah, with a really, really annoying noise. It was not a good noise. It was a terrible noise. Ooh. No, no, <laughs> no. Um, so, so yeah, um, and I remember Josie complaining about Fee. I'm just like, oh, man, it's, Fee is so much better than the original game. But I think that's a, kind of a <laughs> testament to how bad it was that this is better. And we're like, like uh, people who didn't play it before can look at it and go, man, Fee sucks. And we can go, oh, it's it's better than it was. Like, how sad is that? So I think what would have helped, I mean, I think the amount of Fee interactions in this game is way better. But it also helped just if she was even more of that robotic personality that they tried giving her. Or how, like... Spoiler alert, at the end, she's all like, I have grown to, like, have feelings and stuff. I'm just like, when? What? It's like, you how didn't about show any showing of them. that? Yeah. Like, at most, she has some comical silences when, like, her reaction to people saying weird stuff is just silence. Like, that's most of her comedy. Which isn't even emotions. It's... Yeah. So... Yeah, Fee, as a character, didn't really improve much, but at least she doesn't talk as much. Yeah. I t- um, I will say, though, that getting to the final boss of the game, though, just felt so amazing. The, l- the last part of the game is such a good part of it to me. And I remember a lot of people complaining about the final boss, being like, oh, it's so easy, you just gotta do this one move. Well, when I first played the game, I didn't know, I didn't think about doing that one move. And so I took the boss on just shield bashing and swinging around. It was so tough. And so this time I did the same thing. I'm just like, I'm not going to do the cheap move stuff. 
you know, similar to like distracting Ganon Twilight Princess with the fly nets or not flying, the, the butterfly net. No, well, the fishing rod Twilight Princess. Uh, but like, yeah. it was basically a similar. It didn't. I don't think it distracted the final boss, but it was like a ha. Here's a really easy, powerful move to do, and I'm just like, I'm just not going to do that then, and go back to the shield bashing and swinging and stuff because that was a lot of fun. And the final boss is like really intimidating looking. And I love it. Yeah. True. Quite intimidating looking. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, I didn't have that big of an issue fighting the imprisoned because I know to just jump on its head instead of attacking its toe beans. Yeah, you got to jump up on the hydra's back. Yeah, so it is still terrible that the second and third time fighting in prison is basically back to back. Yeah, it's that fight in the original design, like they could have done more with it. I don't hate it conceptually. I just think that they didn't do Mm -hmm. enough in the execution. It's like I understand the point of the second and third battles against it. I thought like it did a lot of stuff with certain people, but yeah, the biggest issue was just that it it was so close to each other. Yeah. Yeah, the pacing, uh, the pacing was weird on it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I I really like Skyward Swords underground stuff, the exploration of the areas. I I just think it's a lot of fun. I keep finding myself wanting to like it more than I am, if that makes any sense. Because I do, like, the story's great, the characters are awesome, it's just at, uh-huh. actually sitting through and playing it, I'm I'm not being grabbed by it the way I would like to, if that makes sense to you. I think it would be nicer if they had side quests outside of, uh... uh freaking... Skyloft? Skyloft, yeah, I'm just like, Skyward's... Skyrim? Skyrim? No. Skyrim. Skyrim. Oh no. Link wakes up in a cart. <laughs> Try uh. to fight that dragon. Okay. So, yeah. It, it, I think it definitely would have helped. Like, sure, some of the side quests had you going down and below the clouds, but what if we had just had the sky side quest down there to begin with? Because <laughs> we eventually do see that, like, the species that you meet in the areas will congregate into an area why, why not have that area have Fun- function side quests for us to do function as some manner of hub for that particular species or that particular area yeah yeah it felt like they could have done more stuff with it uh like, similarly, I really enjoyed the Goss Cube and Goss Chest stuff, but they could have thrown more of that stuff into side quests or other things instead. Yeah, or just sort of, um, the way that it's split up, I find a little bit, like, first you have to find it, and then you have to find it again. And it's, like, not hard or fun, it's just go from point A to point B. I mean, to me, it was just a thing of, all right, I got all these cubes. Whenever I go back up into the sky before or after a dungeon, I'll be able to get those chests. Yeah, and, but it's but it's it's boring. <clears throat> all you're doing is flying to around to, like, yeah, now I've got a list of all of these chests to just grab. There's no real large amount. Like, the islands in Wind Waker, at least each one of the islands had some manner of little puzzle or tiny dungeon-esque grotto area to fight through. 
the yeah. the cubes and chests are sort of just like go here. And it definitely was missing a lot on not having a real time day night cycle. I don't mind that quite as much because it really doesn't affect all that much. I think, I mean, it just affects the aesthetic of it. And it would be nice not to constantly have to, to find someone's bed to sleep in to do things. Yeah, but on the other hand, it would be annoying if you're like, oh, I have to do daytime stuff, and now I guess I just gotta wait five minutes. That would oh. be more like one minute. Well, and I guess the argument that you could have is, well, if that was really the case, you could just find a bed and sleep in it. I don't know. Yeah. I haven't... I haven't gotten super far into it, as I said, because uh, I haven't really been playing much recently. Like, still doing Picross stuff because I have a problem. But um, I, what I have been doing is actually mostly binging-ish. Not in one sitting, but in large chunks. Watching through Avatar The Last Airbender for the first time. Nice. Good show. Good show. Yeah, I've never, I've never seen it before. And I am now into um, book three, The Fire, uh, like episode eight-ish or so. And I think that the, this season has like... Yeah, it's a lot shorter, so you're close to done. <laughs> yeah. Has like 16 episodes, I think, for this. And it, it, uh, to the point where I'm watching, sitting here watching it going like, this is supposed to end soon? There's still a lot of stuff that needs wrapped up here. You are so close to the best episode of the show. Which, what did, do you remember, without spoiling the actual plot, what what are you saying is the best episode? The Ember Island Theater. Oh, uh, see, I know about that one from Cultural Osmosis. That's the second to last episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's great. <sighs> it's a great way to do a recap. I guess that is, that, that is technically a recap episode, too, isn't it? Yeah. They did a... A similar thing in Korra, but they didn't have as much. I mean, they basically did that recap episode because they didn't have enough money to actually do another full episode, so they uh, clip, used clip show. Yeah, basically, but they still did it in a humorous way. That um, is that series? Is that about the same length as uh, Last Airbender? Um, so it's four seasons, but they're shorter seasons compared to. The Last Airbender, so it's either about the same, maybe shorter overall. I don't remember. Because yeah, I might just move on to. Korra. I would suggest watching it, yeah. Because I mean, a lot of people are like, "Ew, it's different." I'm just like, "Oh, cool, it's a different thing." It's supposed to be different. It's new. It's teens instead of children, <laughs> which is different. Yeah, weird. And it's also it's also a uniquely fun. Uh, era because it's like 1900s yeah it's interesting watching through last airbender like a lot of it is supposed supposed to clearly be very like feudally type stuff but then they also have yeah. the steamships and obviously having the magic of bending would affect the way in which societies work like it was cool with the train systems in Bossing Say that were based off of earthbending instead of actual trains that we would see in the real world and that kind of stuff. I like seeing that those little pieces of world building. 
Yeah, and so I think it makes sense that in a generation and a half or so after that, like, they'd have a ton of advancements because, hey, we're no longer in this over a hundred year war and we can finally work on technology. To work on anything that doesn't deal immediately and directly with fighting the war. Yeah, and like, we all know that, like, a lot of technology can come into existence through, uh... Conflict, basically. Yeah. I mean, look at everything that's developed by military studies and stuff, but... Yeah. The thing is, that stuff doesn't really get adapted for civilian use until there isn't a war anymore. Yeah. It's like... (laughs) Oh, the fun thing is just like, uh, oh, they made a giant drills and tanks and stuff, but a hot air balloon, that... That took a lot of effort to invent. Well, you have to figure all of the airbenders were gone, so not people were stuck within a land-based mentality. They but weren't. the firebenders who really needed air-based stuff never found out that shooting flames into a like a light container like that would make it go upward. Well, again, the airbend. I, I, I kind of, I kind of get the logic behind that. The airbenders are gone. Nobody's thinking about flying anymore. Why, why do we need to fly? There's no airbenders. Whatever. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, I can be an apologist for that. I think that there's enough of a sensibility there. Well, you're apologizing for the firebenders. Well. Wow. Maybe not their militaristic. Uh, obsession but at least their regular culture you know in fact that's what this whole season that i'm in right now is about is hey it's not the fire the fire nation people aren't bad even if the fire nation fills the role of antagonism and a lot of their military leaders are in fact very evil pretty (laughs) much straight evil they spend two seasons being like yeah fire nation evil and then they spend the last season going but are they no, they're just brainwashed. They're just people who happen to live in a brainwashing society. They live in a society. <laughs> yeah. So, so that, I actually... I like, I like that. Yeah, I, I watched Avatar as it came out, like from the very first episode. So like and... 20 years ago. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> so and friends of mine, they didn't start until like the third season started, and so like they only had to wait for you know that season to end. And I'm just like, man, you're lucky <laughs> just being able to binge through everything else. And at one point, uh, I had a friend that would rewatch the entire series constantly. So like he would, it would take him a week to finish it, and then he would restart it. And so I would show up like every Wednesday or Thursday. As it got to the Bossing Say episode. So I just kept seeing those episodes every freaking <laughs> week. <laughs> Nothing else. So what you're telling me is that your friend was trying to brainwash you. <laughs> They're great episodes, but there's more to it than the sh- more to the show than just those. I felt like those that the Bossing Say arc kind of dragged a little bit. <laughs> it sure drags when it's the only thing that exists. <laughs> Uh, I mean, they had like a few quote unquote filler stuff during it, so I could see why you might think that dragged out. Yeah, it was. There was a. a, The whole Appa stuff just was like weird. It's like, okay, come on. Get on with it. And then 
I was so mad at the end where the the Earth King just like f's off and decides to travel the world. Like, bro, your city just fell. He doesn't have any power. It's fine. Yeah, but uh, come on, he's, that guy sucks. Earth King sucks. Oh, just you wait. Does he get worse or better? Because I hope neither. I hope he just never shows up again. He sucks. He doesn't, but his descendant does in the Korra. Oh, boy. I'm not excited about it. I want you yeah. to know I'm not excited about it. It's in the third season. Of four, you said? Four seasons? Yeah. Cool. Um, Yeah, your friend rewatching it makes me think of how people rewatch The Office on Ad Nauseum. I'm just the kind of person that, like, I'll watch a show or movie, and I don't need to rewatch it. I mean, it could be, like, a decade later that I'd be like, hey, maybe I should rewatch it now. Yeah, I get that way about things. I mean, I, with my trivia brain, I retain a lot of the stupid, useless knowledge anyway. Uh-huh. But, so it's great when I can finally rewatch something and be like, hey, I don't remember most of this. Yeah. Or or if I, it's something that I really like, I'll watch it, like, once every other year, once a year type of but, thing but i'm yeah. not gonna sit there and be like let me watch the same thing forever and quote it as it plays i mean i can quote things as they play having only watched them not that much look at you mr memory oh it's mr i watched star wars too much as a kid got memorized <laughs> got it memorized i got that reference that's from a video yeah. game yeah, it is. It's a good video game. Although that's funny to say, oh, I'll go, I'm not going to watch things over and over again. Here we are playing through Ocarina for like the millionth time. Randomizer or not, it's still the same game. Yeah, but it still is different. If it was just regular Ocarina time, I'd be all like, why are we doing this for like the 10th time? What's, what's wrong, <laughs> what's with, wrong us? with us? <laughs> yeah, I don't like, I don't like, I don't like ad nauseum. That's how I feel about, like, hero mode or whatever modes. I'm like, okay, that sounds cool. Maybe I'll wait to do this whenever I feel like playing this game again. I did sit down and back-to-back play through Horizon and then Ultra Hard Horizon. So, I can't say too much. That hap- that did happen. I played just enough of the challenge mode of the new Ratchet and Clank game to finish getting the rest of the trophies and then stopped. Well, it's like, um... A bunch of the different, like, lives... Well, video game, online, MMO, blah, blah, blah. It's just the same thing over and over again, playing, like, Destiny. You're just doing the same stuff over and over again. Playing Overwatch. It's just the same stuff over and over again. Playing any multiplayer game, really, is... It's just the same stuff over and over again. Yeah, but, like, it's still different. Like, I can have certain strategies, but, like, I'm not literally doing the same inputs over and over again. It's not like, oh, I know how to get through this dungeon, so I'm just going through the steps. It's like listening to the bombers. It's just the same stuff over and over again. Same stuff, and then we pass another wave. It's just the same stuff over and over again. And then another wave. Same stuff over and over again. And then I burp. Same stuff over and over again. 